Hello, and welcome to another episode of Fireside Poems. I'm Dr. J. Today's poem is Recuerdo by Edna St. Vincent Millay, a departure from the Fireside Poets who are the staple of Fireside Poems. Edna St. Vincent Millay is a woman, and her poetry is of the 20th century, albeit the early 20th century. She was a New Englander, however, born in Maine, where she lived with her mother and sisters until she went to Vassar College at the age of 22 in 1914. She also wrote in the regular meter practiced by the fireside poets, so she isn't that far removed from them. Yet she is. Following her graduation from Vassar in 1919, she moved to Greenwich Village and became part of the post-war generation that threw off the morality and social order that had produced the horrors of the trenches and tanks and gas and strafing airplanes and unprecedented carnage of the First World War, the generation that gave the world jazz and flappers. Still, I think this poem of a knight's romantic adventure would have found a receptive audience in Longfellow and Lowell, and even in Whittier. Let's listen. Recuerdo by Edna St. Vincent Millay We were very tired. We were very merry. We had gone back and forth all night on the ferry. It was bare and bright and smelled like a stable. But we looked into a fire. We leaned across a table. We lay on a hilltop underneath the moon. And the whistles kept blowing and the dawn came soon. We were very tired. We were very merry. We had gone back and forth all night on the ferry. And you ate an apple, and I ate a pear, from a dozen of each we had bought somewhere. And the sky went wan, and the wind came cold, and the sun rose dripping, a bucket full of gold. We were very tired. We were very merry. We had gone back and forth all night on the ferry. We hailed, Good morrow, mother, to a shawl-covered head, and bought a morning paper which neither of us read. And she wept, God bless you, for the apples and pears. And we gave her all our money but our subway fares. Did you hear the new voice in contrast to the voices I've been sharing? New not just because it's a woman's voice and an urban voice, but new in its ease and its naturalness. Its ease is deceptive, It's easy to read, easy to listen to, but not easy to write. Rhyming apples and pears with subway fares with such naturalness that the reader or listener hardly notices, but rather feels that the poem is somehow perfect, is no easy business. The literary critic Edmund Wilson, one of Malay's many unsuccessful suitors in Greenwich Village, wrote not just of verse, but of all writing, that the goals are clarity, force, and ease, goals too few writers know to aspire to, and even fewer achieve. It is perhaps a consistent achievement of these three qualities, clarity, force, and ease, simultaneously, that led Wilson, admittedly biased, but nevertheless someone whose judgment isn't to be easily dismissed, to write of Malay after her death in 1952, 
that she, quote, seemed to me one of the only poets in our time to have attained anything like the stature of the great literary figures. Let's listen again. Recuerdo by Edna St. Vincent Millay We were very tired. We were very merry. We had gone back and forth all night on the ferry. It was bare and bright and smelled like a stable. But we looked into a fire. We leaned across a table. We lay on a hilltop underneath the moon. And the whistles kept blowing, and the dawn came soon. We were very tired. We were very merry. We had gone back and forth all night on the ferry. And you ate an apple, and I ate a pear. From a dozen of each we had bought somewhere. And the sky went wan, and the wind came cold, and the sun rose dripping, a bucketful of gold. We were very tired. We were very merry. We had gone back and forth all night on the ferry. We hailed, Good morrow, mother, to a shawl-covered head, and bought a morning paper which neither of us read. And she wept, God bless you for the apples and pears. And we gave her all our money but our subway fares. 1952, the year Malay died, is the year I was born in a small town in the rural Midwest, far from the Greenwich village of Recuerdo. The tallest building in our one block downtown was two stories. The only taller structures in the county were farm silos. Rather than an Ivy League school like those Vassar was sister to, I went to a small state college of the sort that sprang up in the wake of the G.I. Bill. Yet I feel a tremendous kinship with this poem. I don't identify with Malay, as I do, for instance, with the heroines of Shakespeare's comedies. I picture myself, if at all, as the you that's addressed in Recuerdo, not the female-speaking I. The kinship I feel is the kinship expressed rather in the we that opens the poem and is repeated throughout. Malay's youth, her freedom of spirit, her empathy with and appreciation of the old woman selling morning papers before most people are up and about, her love of the good, true, wholesome things available to all. Recuerdo is a remarkably wholesome poem, I felt a kinship with all these things when I first read Recuerdo, when I was 20 and visited New York City with a college friend and had a beer at the White Horse Tavern in Greenwich Village and bought slides from the Metropolitan Museum of Art and the Museum of Modern Art in the Frick, which I showed to my parents when I got home. My father laughed when John Constable's The White Horse with its horse standing on a small wooden ferry, appeared on the screen. And I still feel this kinship now, though I'm old and have led quite a different life. Recuerdo and all it evokes is a part of my memory. I hope you enjoyed Recuerdo, and that you'll join me again next week for another episode of Fireside Poems. If you think others might enjoy Fireside Poems, Please let them know about it through your social media and visit this podcast website, firesidepoems.com, where you'll find previous episodes and also my email address. I'd love to hear from you to learn a little bit about who you are and what you like 
as you join me each week by the fireside.